Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. This episode is going to be different than any other uh, because today is actually, if, especially if you're listening to it on Monday, December 7th, it's my birthday and I am now 37 years old and older, you're older and wiser. And I wanted to do something a little bit different since what are the odds that my podcast episode is actually released on the actual, my actual birthday, that it just worked out on the exact day. So, you know, we're, we're almost over with 2020 it's a crazy year. I decided to do for my birthday, give you all a present. And I asked my fellow SLP bloggers and special ed bloggers and others in the related fields to come together and share with me and with you their favorite tips, tricks, strategies, and um, tools that they use to make their lives a little bit easier and less complex and overwhelming. So I'm so excited to share these bits of nuggets of information with you guys, and I know you are going to love it, and I can't wait to hear from you guys. So without further ado, I'm going to stop talking so you can listen to all these amazing tips, strategies, what have yous from amazing fellow SLP and SPED bloggers, TPT sellers, podcasters. Let's get to it. This is Michelle, Risa, and Stephanie, and we are the NYC Speechies. The three of us love working in high schools in New York City. Working in a high school with older students is definitely an experience. We get to see the latest and greatest clothing trends, video games, and even the new TikTok dances. Our biggest challenge is getting the students to attend their sessions and want to come back for more. 
It's like a 30-second elevator pitch. We have to quickly sell how our language-based therapy is fun, exciting, and will be beneficial not only in school, but also in their personal lives. The internet is full of virtual experiences that you can combine with various language strategies to keep your students interested and engaged. Take your students on a trip to the zoo, aquarium, national park, museum, theme park, and even to another country. The experiences became endless just through a simple Google search. Who knew exploring museums through the Google Arts and Culture app would transform your living room into an art gallery? You can even take a selfie and discover portraits that look like you. Happy birthday, Hallie. We hope you enjoy your morning cup of coffee. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Sauter with Make Social Learning Stick, and I'm a speech pathologist in California. And my tip is to care for yourself. So I always talk to parents and other educators about how we need to have water in our own pitcher, because we're going to be pouring in the cups of others around us all the time as therapists, educators, and caregivers. So making sure that we are focusing on our own needs in terms of self-care, but not only just self-care, but self-compassion. So self-care has to do with all the things that we do, like getting enough sleep and eating and exercising and connecting with people and all the things that we do. But also self-compassion is talking to yourself in a kind way, because if we're going on a walk or we're having a sip of coffee and beating ourselves up about how we're not enough or not doing enough, then that is not self-care at all. So don't forget to do both self-care and self-compassion and caring for yourself so you can care for others. Hi, I'm Shelby from Shelby the SLP, and my tip is to organize your therapy materials as you go throughout the year. Don't try to do it all at once. So prep everything you have for one theme, do that theme, and when that's over, put it all together organized in a bag or a bin so that next year it's a quick grab and go and it's all ready for you for all the years to come. Happy birthday, Hallie. Hey there, everyone. This is Felice Clark, the dabbling speechy. I'm a school-based speech-language pathologist. And my tip today is how to organize your digital materials for your lesson plans. So if you are doing virtual speech therapy, and even if you're not, if you're going to be using a lot of your laptop and computer for in-person therapy, if you use your Google Drive, you can upload all of your PDFs into files by target areas. And then on a Google slide, you can create little, you know, squares and categories and link all of the YouTube videos that you're going to use for that skill or for that theme. So you can put book read aloud links, song movement break links. You can go into your drive where your PDF is and you can share it to that Google slide organizational page. That way, when you need to find the material that you're going to be doing with students for the week, you can just pull up your theme like Gingerbread Man, and you can click on boom cards that you've linked. You can click on PDFs that you've linked and have it all right there so you don't have to you know, stress during the session where you put something or where you can find that YouTube video. It's all in one place. So happy birthday, Hallie, and keep staying encouraged, everyone. Hi, this is Emily St. Clair from Designing Speech Therapy. My favorite tip is to always over plan for sessions. I try to plan one activity for each 10 minute segment. So I usually pick three activities for a 30 minute session. If I don't end up getting through each of the activities, I already have a plan for next time. 
Hi there, this is Rebecca from Adventures in Speech Pathology and I'm sharing my favorite free app for taking data. Now before you cringe and think, ugh, data, this is the easiest way. It kind of works like a stuttering counter and I use it to work out my percentages when I'm working with my articulation or my phono kids. It's called TX Tools or Therapy Tools and it's by Pedia staff and it just magically instantly shows you um, correct and incorrect productions and it calculates the percentage for you so you can see how many trials you have and what your child's accuracy score is. So enjoy taking data on me. Hi, this is Abby from the Type B SLP. One of my favorite things to use in my speech therapy sessions, especially right now um, during the pandemic when a lot of us are facing teletherapy, is to use YouTube read-alouds. But what I like to do is put the books on mute and that way I can read the book myself and I can pause it and we can talk about the pictures and I can ask questions and I can go at my own pace. So that's just one of my uh, favorite free tools to use right now during teletherapy. Hi, I'm Claudia from Creative Speech Lab. When I do therapy, I like to think about generalization. So I use my rule of the three M's. I want my learning targets to be motivating meaningful, and memorable. This way, my students really internalize what they're learning and are able to generalize that to other settings and situations. Hey, Hallie, it's Rose Griffin, your buddy from ABA Speech, and I love using my Let's Talk visual conversation boom cards in therapy, and I would love to be on the podcast. Let me know if I made it. Hi, this is Desiree from SLP Talk. A quick tip I have for articulation therapy is I simply tell my student when we're practicing their target word to fill my hand, which means they need to show me five good repetitions. Then when we finish that, they can give me a high five (laughs) pre-COVID. Now we give some air fives and I'm guaranteed five good reps per turn in a quick way that frees my verbal language up for more giving them cues and placement cues and not counting and giving cues at the same time because I have just that visual model of my fingers. When the student's really successful, then I say, okay, let's fill both of my hands. Then I'm guaranteed 10 reps and they see it as a privilege because they have made that transition to both hands and they're really proud to practice and I'm happy to get additional repetitions. Hi, this is Christine from Live Love Speech. My favorite activity to do during therapy is definitely cooking. You're able to target so many goals and objectives, plus whatever the students make, they get to eat. And who doesn't love eating? Hi, this is Sarah Wu with SpeechIsBeautiful.com and Bilingual Speech Therapy Resources. My tip is really geared towards anybody right now doing teletherapy, and that is to download two different browsers. So I use Safari on my iMac for any personal stuff. And then I have Chrome, the browser developed by Google that I downloaded and use only for work. It's great because Chrome also offers the ability to use their extensions to increase functionality using their Google apps. I love it and I use it for work. But then when I'm done with my work, For the day, I just X out and close Chrome. I hope that helps.
This is Natalie Snyders from SLPNatalieSnyders.com, and one of my favorite therapy tools is the card game Uno. I love it because it elicits so much language. You can make sure the students say a full sentence when they put down their card, so expanding sentences right there, also tons of articulation sounds, um, turn-taking, all sorts of fun things. Plus, bonus, they make a waterproof version that can be easily cleaned, which is something that's great for right now. Hi, I'm Jen from Speech Universe. My favorite thing to do with my three to five-year-olds is to sing a song before we go over and work at the table or go to do our book for the week. The kids love to sing and dance and move around and get their wiggles out in a fun way. And I love to use the songs that go with our theme. So it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to connect with your kids. Hi, this is Darla Gardner from Miss Gardenia Speech Room. My best tip for early childhood speech therapy is to use a consistent, predictable, and visual schedule for each session. By doing this, students will transition through activities better and negative behaviors will extinguish faster. Hey, this is Jen from Crazy Speech World. I just wanted to share that my favorite thing to use in therapy is picture books. They make planning so much easier because I can target any goal. Hi, this is Denise Faremi from Speech Language Pirates. My favorite therapy tip is to use poly envelopes for storage. They're great for storing puzzles so you don't lose pieces or books and all of your printable materials that go with the book companion. You can also store visuals that go with your puzzles or themed activities, and nothing gets lost. It all stays nice and flat. I prefer the ones with the string closure as opposed to the Velcro or the snap because I find those break a little more easily than the string ones. So poly envelopes, and they are found for very cheap on Amazon. Hello, this is Stacy Pfaff from My Teletherapy Room. One of my favorite resources to use in my teletherapy sessions are YouTube videos. And I especially like to show Ellen's epic or fail videos to my older students. They elicit a lot of language and they're just really funny. So they really give the opportunity for my students to engage in my session and have a lot of fun while working on their goals and objectives. Hi, my name is Jenna Kirk, and I am a speech-language pathologist, and I write over at thespeechroomnews.com. And my tip for you is about books. I love using books in therapy, and one of the ways I keep myself organized is to keep all my materials together. But I keep my retelling cards or the pictures I'm going to use with students inside the book, inside a library pocket, taped to the inside cover. That way, whenever I want to do a retail, I'm not searching for little pieces or cards and they're all together in one spot. Hi, this is Lindsay from Speechy Things. Uh, My biggest therapy tip would probably be to incorporate the special interests or the passions of your students, especially your autistic students. Um, That could be superheroes, video games, the weather, vacuum cleaners, it doesn't matter what it is. If they like it, it's going to help get more engagement in your sessions. Happy birthday, Hallie. I hope it's a great one. Hi, my name is Lacey Sills from Speech in the Sand, and my favorite thing to use in my therapy room are clear post-it notes. I love using these when I'm reading books and adding literacy to my lessons. I stick the post-it note right into the book on the page, and I am able to highlight vocabulary, write in definitions of unknown words, highlight words with synonyms, and it doesn't 
affect my book and it's easy for the kids to see. And that is my favorite therapy tip. Hi, this is Maureen from the Speech Bubble SLP. And I have an organizational tip for you that will save you hundreds of file folders. Instead of writing the name directly on the folder, use a piece of washi tape. Put the tape over the label and write the student's name there. That way, if they move on, you can just send the paperwork, keep the folder, or reuse it for something else. Hi, this is Kristen from KI Speech Therapy. I wanted to share a tip with you about getting your kids up and moving. Change of scenery is good, even if it's just moving to the carpet or walking around the room. You'll see more results with attention and focus. Just get those kids up and moving. So there you have it. Was that amazing? Was that a good birthday gift to you guys for my birthday? I hope you enjoyed it. And now, of course, I can't not have my own tipper strategy to share with you guys. (laughs) It's my birthday and it's my podcast, so why not? So my tip and strategy for you guys is to always think how you can make the activity fun. And it might just be putting a smile on your face and showing your students that that worksheet is just the coolest worksheet ever. If you have fun, your students will too. If you have your smile on your face, your students will feel welcome and comfortable and willing to take those risks. And just trying to stay as positive as you can, even when you want to run and cry in your car um, or the shower or just run and hide under a bed somewhere. You just have to remember our why and why we went into this field in the first place and it's to make a difference with our students. So when things get rough, when things get tough, and when you're not sure um, if the activity is going to fly or it's going to be fun, you're just not sure of yourself or just feeling a little overwhelmed, put that smile on your face and just remember your why and remember why we are here doing what we're doing for our students. And you guys are rock star SLPs for listening to this podcast and trying to stay inspired for your students that you can be the best SLP you can be for them. So thank you so much for joining me this episode on my birthday episode. And please send me a DM, send me a message on Instagram. Um, I always post a Instagram video post or whatever, um, sharing the this week's episode. So when you see that post, put in the captions. I want to hear from you guys which tip was like amazing for you, which something you're excited to try. Um, I want to hear from you guys what you are most excited to have learned about or hear about on this episode. Uh, That will help me inspire, get inspired for new episodes for you guys, what you guys want to hear more about. So until next week, guys, when it won't be my birthday anymore, you know, I'm going to be celebrating all week probably. And And also, if you're listening on my actual birthday, I am putting my entire TPT store on sale for my birthday. So make sure you head on over to check out my TPT store for that. Take care, guys. See you next week. Stay out of trouble. Are you looking for quick therapy ideas that will help your students and keep them motivated and engaged? Don't forget to check out my Teachers Pay Teachers store at shopspeechtimefun.com. I have everything you need for older speech students, mixed groups, and more. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you are there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun, 
and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.